Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Everybody, welcome to today's Instagram Live. Topic is all about point of view, inshallah. So, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, I know I have a few questions, but I know that there's a lot more questions as well. So, our Hind is going to be joining us very, very shortly, inshallah. Assalamualaikum. Waalaikum assalam warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. How are you today? <laughs> Good, alhamdulillah. How are you doing, Aisha? Good, good, alhamdulillah. Um, alhamdulillah. Yeah, just uh, happy to be here. Alhamdulillah, <laughs> me too, me too. How's, how's the weather there? Um, I was actually going to mention the weather, but then I was like, should I? <laughs> um, it's really cold, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's it's sunny but cold, so we're I think we're expecting a blizzard, um, yeah. inshallah, in the next day or two. So I'm, I'm both kind of like excited about that, but then a little bit... Um, a little bit worrying it a little bit too yeah yeah no inshallah it'll be good inshallah it'll be beautiful without being too much of a pain inshallah inshallah and what's it like in egypt it's it's not cold like it is there it's a little bit chillier but it's not cold it's not freezing but because there's no heat inside Mm -hmm. so sometimes it gets you feel like it's very very cold on the inside um it hasn't it hasn't well, it rained a couple of times because here it only rains during the winter. It doesn't rain any other time. It only rains during the winter. Cool. Um, and sometimes every once in a while we get snow, but it's like for like five minutes and then it just melts, you know, it's not, it's not a big, and it's just here in Alexandria, I think, mm. I think, I don't think it happens in, in Cairo, but um, so yeah, so it's still fine. I mean, you can still go out with like, without a heavy jacket, you know, mm. so that sounds that sounds so nice um yeah <laughs> it sounds so nice and relaxing <laughs> yes yes it is alhamdulillah okay. alhamdulillah okay perfect so today um we're gonna be talking a little bit about point of view um i send you the questions uh yep. would you like to i guess um let us know what we mean by point of view i mean it seems obvious but i think that there um the question is uh should we only use point of view in fiction can we use it in non-fiction what is the importance of the point of view okay um yeah okay so let's so let's start at the beginning so oftentimes and even within the industry Mm -hmm. even within the writing industry we tend to use point of view and perspective interchangeably but they're not really interchangeable like there there is a difference between them so point of view is the voice of the narrator Mm -hmm. So basically, it's who is your narrator in this story. So if the narrator is one of the characters and they keep using I, so I did this and I saw that. And so if it's from the point of view of one of the characters and they're using I, that means that it's first person point of view. If it is from an omniscient um, sort of... It's not necess- it's not one of the characters um, and and the voice that's being used is he did this and she did that so if there's that if there's that point of view then it's third third person point of view okay mm-hmm. and second person point of view is when the voice is saying you so you did this so basically second person point of view means that the reader is the protagonist and this was actually one of one of the questions right you know Mm -hmm. one of the question is why do people say that second person point of view is so tricky second person point of view is tricky and that's why it's very uncommon because it is hard to create a story 
where your protagonist is somebody that you don't really know. Mm. Like your protagonist is the reader. You keep saying you. And so you can certainly walk that protagonist through different actions. But how are you going to make sure that your readers connect with what's happening? Mm. So mm. that's why it's tricky. That's why it's tricky and that's why it's not used very often. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I don't know that I've ever read a story that is that uses the second person point of view, mm-hmm. um, but anyway, so that's why that's why it's tricky. So, what's the difference between point of view and perspective? So, like we said, point of view is the basically who is narrating your story at that time. So, is it um, first person, second person, which we said is very uncommon, or third person? And third person is usually um, there are different sort of forms of third person. You can have third person close which means that this omniscient narrator is focusing on one specific character, Mm -hmm. or you can have um, third-person omniscient, which means that they know everything about everything. They know about everybody's, um, what everybody is thinking and what everybody is feeling, whereas, like I said, close, it's focused on just one character. Okay. So so, So that's point of view. Who is the narrator? Is it first person using I? Is it, you know, second person, which we said doesn't really happen, or third person using he and she? Perspective is whose perspective are we viewing these events from? From whose perspective are we viewing these events? So you can have a first person point of view from two different perspectives. So, for example... Lots of romance books, they give you the perspective of the male character and of the female character, right? So they give you both. And they might both be in first person, which is, which is you know, common. Or they might both be in third person, which is also common. Or sometimes, this is um, less common, but it happens. Mm-hmm. Sometimes one of the characters is in first person mm-hmm. and the other character is in third person. I think that was another one of the questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so is that clear, Aisha, like the difference between point of view and perspective? Very, very clear. Um, okay. So um, I guess the wisdom behind that is you can use a certain tool, but then you can kind of mix it up a little bit depending yes. on whose story that you're talking about, right? Yes, it- so one is, exactly. So you'd say like one is more about the voice, um, mm-hmm. and the other one is more about the kind of reasoning behind or whoever it is we're following at that time. Right. Um, okay. Their okay. Perspective. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Perfect. Very good. Very um, good. And, so, and and just let me say, sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but um, like I said, even in the industry, they use the two terms interchangeably. Mm-hmm. Like they will say. Um, for example, that, that same romance book that I'm just talking about, right? So you have the, um, the, the, the perspective of the male character and the perspective of the female character, right? And they actually won't call that um, dual perspective, but they'll call it dual point of view because that, um, even though it really should be dual perspective because the intention is, the meaning behind that is we get to see the events through his perspective and we also get to see the events through her perspective and likely the point of view is either just first person 
or just third person. It can, it can be mixed, but often it's just one, one or the other. So, yeah. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> it sounds very like, it sounds like, um, like very arty, very, like it's, it's an art. You have to kind of master it in a way and really know your story in order to, or, or whose story in order to know whose voice you want to use um, and, and which perspective to tell it through as well. Yes. Yes. And I'm so glad that you said that Aisha, because, um, so many times writers will ask, well, how do I know which point of view to use? Do I use first person? Do I use third person? Which is best? And there are, I have two main answers for that. The first answer is you want to follow industry standards. So if you're writing in a genre that tends to use third person, then you want to use third person as well. Okay. Okay. Because you want your book to be as professional and follow the standards of all of those other books that are on the shelf. If it's not necessary, like if it's not a, I mean, obviously even that is not a hard and fast rule, right? Um, what is more important is what's important, what, what works for your story. Mm -hmm. And sometimes what works for my story isn't something that I can know without doing a little bit of experimenting. Yeah. So sometimes I have to write that same scene in first person and in third person so that I can see which one works better. Mm. Okay. And a lot of writing is trial and error. A lot of it is. Mm. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you're saying this because as you're saying this, I'm thinking about um, uh, so another story idea that I had and just kind of why a certain perspective would work, um, mm -hmm. especially when the whole kind of storyline the world everything is so hectic and chaotic and yeah. the point of view that I'm thinking thinking this is just a future story it's just an idea um but it, it seems to like hopefully give more like a fresh approach inshallah so Good. I'm excited inshallah. Um, awesome. excited about awesome. that story <laughs> inshallah um okay so I hope that that's clear for our listeners um, what point of view is, the difference between point of view, perspective, the different types of point of view, um, why we would choose a certain point of view. Um, and now we're going to get into our questions, inshallah. So, bismillah. Okay. So the first question is, uh, is it only in, uh, is point of view only in novels, um, you know, like fiction, or can you use point of view anywhere? So, Wherever you are storytelling, you use point of view, right? Because you need a narrator, whether the narrator is one of the characters or you have an omniscient narrator that knows every what's going on in the world, like in that world, all of it and what the people are thinking and all of that. Um, so whenever you're telling a story, you need a point of view. So in fiction and in lots of memoir, well, all memoir, um, but even in some like self-help and inspiration books, whenever the author gives their own anecdotes of their own life, of their own life or of um, the lives of people that they've worked with, maybe, or people in their, in their own life. Um, so you would have a point of view there. I think when with other types of nonfiction, like obviously like textbooks, textbooks aren't going to have a point of view because it's mm. just, you know, um, facts. It, like for example, exactly facts. So if you're reading like a science textbook, it's, mm. there's no point of view. They're just giving you facts about things, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, 
So any, but anytime you have any kind of storytelling, then you have a point of view. Mm, interesting. Um, and that could be just to reiterate, it could be in fiction, it could be a nonfiction, it could be in, um, whatever form, I guess, of the message that you're giving, um, in, in kind of like that narrative, uh, tool that we can use (laughs) um I think I overcomplicated that reiteration no 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 you know you got it right on the nose you you got it right on the nose perfect so um okay so the next question is how do I know which point of view I need to write from every character has something um something unique to give to my story okay so this goes back to you know trial and error um each of your characters characters has something unique to add but does that mean that we need to be inside of them if we're inside of them then that means first person right but is it possible for us to be for you to have an omniscient um narrator an um, yes an omniscient narrator who knows everything about all of those characters and so that omniscient narrator can tell you what's going on with this character and that character and the other character mm. um the, the wonderful thing about third person is that there's always something that you can hold hold back on. There's always something that you can withhold from the reader. And that withholding, sometimes, oftentimes, it causes tension, which is wonderful, which is really what we want in storytelling, because tension is what keeps us turning the pages mm-hmm. to find out, well, you know, because tension, basically, it raises questions in our minds and we keep reading to find mm-hmm. out, you know, the answers to those questions. Mm-hmm. So, um, but again, if you are writing in a genre that typically uses a specific point of view, mm-hmm. then don't be the odd one out. Stick mm-hmm. with uh, the industry standards. Um, but again, I will say, do what's best for your story. And oftentimes that means that you need to do a little bit of experimenting. You need to write out a scene in a couple of different point of view points of view um, mm-hmm. to figure out which works best. Okay, that's a really, really good point. <laughs> point. Um, yeah, so I, I was going to ask uh, something kind of like a follow-up from that, and um, and I hope I can phrase it properly, but say, for example, you're writing from a specific person's point of view, um, and they clearly have a very bad agenda. <laughs> so yeah. um, how do you narrate what's going on without kind of, I guess, changing the story so much to what the person's agenda is because you know when you're writing from your own kind of agenda then it's you're going to have a certain tint to everything um or if you're writing from a really positive place you'll have this optimistic I guess that's a beauty of point of view so how do you tell a story inshallah like you know the story that you want to tell without tainting it too much um with the point of view that we're using so do you mean, okay, so, so just for, for clarity, when you say, you know, the, uh, we are, you know, the different people have, have an agenda, do you mean that the, the narrator and the character has an agenda or the author has an agenda? Uh, the narrator. The narrator, okay. That's actually, when the narrator has an agenda, um, usually 
that will sink in somewhere, like it will fold into the story. And either we will figure that out and we will keep reading to figure out, like, why did they have this agenda or um, how did they come to be like this or um, where are they going to take this or, oh, my God, are they really going to be the evil, you know, the evil witch that takes over the world, you know? Um, So even that, even knowing that our narrator has an evil or even a, a positive agenda even that anything that um, causes us to ask questions, anything that makes those questions come up for us, for us, the reader, that mm-hmm. makes it a wonderful read because mm-hmm. we keep reading to figure out the answers to those questions, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you so- sort of. So so basically, my answer is it's fine that that they have their own agenda, and actually that it enriches the story because then we want to keep reading to figure out why are they like this or will they really achieve their goal or whatever it might be Mm, interesting interesting (laughs) um okay i i I like that um okay so bismillah so the next question is um can i write from a person's point of view and then from the narrator's point of view i mean that is the person right so i guess from two different points of view Yes. Tools like you like, okay, third person, omniscient, um, or second person just using different things um within the same story. Um, or does it all have to be, say for example, if you decide to use the tool of like, you know, writing from the first person, does every single part of the story have to align with that? Yeah, no, it it does not. It does not. It it often does. So usually a story will follow you know, if it has, if it's using first person, then it will use first person throughout. But not always. There are certainly exceptions to that, mm. um, where sometimes the author really wanted you to be inside one of the characters. And at the same time, they didn't want to let you into a different character. They wanted there to be a little bit of mystery, a little <laughs> bit of distance, even if they use third person close, where the um, the omniscient char- uh, the omniscient narrator knows this character but they still don't want to get inside of that character so sometimes you will have books that use both first person point of view for a specific character and then third person for a different character Mm. and how would you um navigate that in the story yeah it's it's tricky um well it's not actually tricky you would usually when this happens you mark usually it's by chapters so each person's perspective would be by chapter Mm -hmm. and so at the beginning Mm -hmm. of the chapter you will make it clear in the title of that chapter okay this is you know this is Aisha's this is Aisha's uh perspective Mm -hmm. and then in Aisha's perspective we read that Aisha is in first person and Mm -hmm. then we we understand that throughout the book and then the next chapter we see that it's Hin's chapter Mm -hmm. um it's Hin's perspective and we see that the author is here the author is using third person point of view okay beautiful. so as long as you you, you want to make it clear in the chapter title basically okay nice um okay um right so the final question inshallah is and my daughter is dragging me by the hand by the way she wants some <laughs> snacks so i'm gonna have to like pop off for a second that's fine okay, so the final that's question fine. is why do people say second person point of view can be a little bit weird you you spoke about this okay. but yeah. i did <laughs> i did yep yep okay Um, 
it can be tricky and it's not often used because second person, like we said, is where the author is using the word is using the uh, the you. So the author says you did this and you do that. You did that. Um, and so basically you is referring to the reader. So that puts the reader in the um, in the protagonist seat, basically. The, the reader becomes the protagonist. And so it becomes tricky to navigate that and it's not always done or it's not often done. It's not often done at all um, because it's hard to make sure your readers stay connected to a story mm-hmm. when the uh, the protagonist is sort of removed. I mean, obviously, the author is walking the, the reader through the actions that are happening. But remember what we said um, a couple of lives ago when we were talking about character is really it's about character. And if you can't get, um, if you can't really define that character and you can't really put her on the page because if she's you, how is the reader going to know anything about you? Right. So, so that's why it becomes very tricky. Um, and I don't really know. I, I, I'm, it's hard for me to think of a situation where an author would want to use second person point of view, to be honest with you. Um, because it is, it is tricky and it is difficult to, to, to navigate. Um, but again, anything is possible. I mean, just because it's not done often doesn't mean that it's not ever done. No, it certainly has been done before. Um, Mm -hmm. So again, I go back to, if this is something that you're thinking about, then certainly, you know, experiment with it. Try a couple of different scenes from your story and do them in a a couple of different points of view. Mm. I love that. I love that. So so trial and error. Yes. Um, And the second person, so I just, just to get some clarification. um, So... So say, for example, so I read a book recently, um, it's called The Testaments by Margaret Atwood, and the narrator is done in different ways, but the way most of the story is, is someone is writing something that has happened, and they're referring to you, the reader, like, you're going to read this, you're going to um, know what's happened in this this era, and I don't know who you are, kind of thing. So is that an example of second person point of view? Yeah, I think so. As long as the you isn't another character that she's like Ah, writing to. Okay. As long as the you isn't another character that she's writing to, then yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So, um, so it can be done, but it's very tricky. Yes, (laughs) Yes, definitely. Yes, definitely. Okay. Perfect. Um, Okay. Um, yes. So I think we have come to the end of the questions. Um, and alhamdulillah, we finished. So before we go, we just want to say to everyone who is listening to right now, um, we hope that you really benefited from today's live, um, from learning about point of view, from the other lives as well. And if you want help with your story or any book that you're writing, we do offer some amazing, amazing services. Hind is one of our coaches. You can actually enjoy just learning so much from her so much more deeper so much more personally as well um compared to what we are giving in these lives and um yeah so i i would definitely recommend that so dm us i'm 
I'm going to say DM, uh, direct, I was about distant message, direct (laughs) messages, inshallah, and then we will send you a link um, of where you can um, find out more information about these services. And thank you so much for listening, for being here today. Um, And if you want to join our uh, WhatsApp group, our weekly writing group, then please um, also let us know, inshallah, and all the information will be below this video, um, which is going to be streamed on YouTube um, and Anchor, uh, anywhere you get your podcasts um, so we hope you enjoy Jazakallah hai for being here and um, inshallah we'll speak very soon inshallah <laughs> inshallah <laughs> thank you Aisha wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh